So we're here. This is Devin After Dark. It's episode 22. This is the first episode of the YouTube series. I got my boy Tori J with me. We go way back, so we got a lot to talk about. He started his own company, Forever Humble, Forever Wealthy. You see the gear? He's rocking it. We got the gear behind us. We're going to get this shit started. I want to talk about the origin of everything. Um, just basically talk about mindset, hustle, uh, everything in between. So I hope you guys enjoy this and we're ready to go. So, what's the bet? So, what you been on, man? Man, I ain't been on nothing, but I've been on everything at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Doing a lot, trying to compartmentalize everything. You know how it go. Absolutely. Everybody be busy. But I feel like uh, I've been busy a lot. They say it's 24 hours in a day, man. I feel like I need 30. <laughs> <laughs> need more, 30. bro. I need 30. We need more time, man. I already know. Hey, look how much time passed since since we've been kicked it, bro. Shit, I ain't seen you since school. I uh, holiday at Khalil, man. You know, life about networking. So I feel like I know a lot of people. I was doing a lot of other things. So I had to... And, Make everything I was doing incorporate with each other. I hit up Khalil like, hey, man, you know somebody got a podcast? He was the first name, only name he said. I was stunned when he said you, though. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> I was like, all right. And then, then we make it so crazy. I talk about, like, it ain't enough hours in a day. I'm at my real job networking and shit for my business. Like, I need to, I'm always, I'm thinking about, like, five different things at one time. Like, I get sidetracked easily because I'm always thinking about different stuff. So, Always. But when he, I couldn't wait till later. I'm like, man, I think I hit you up early as hell. You ain't answer. I'm like, I know he, I know he busy. But when you hit me right back, I'm like, shit. All right, let's see what it is. And then I was like, man, check this out for me. And I ain't even giving you no details. Like, hey, just check this out. You know what I'm saying? Let me know what you think. And right after that, it was it was magic in the making. It was ready to go. <laughs> Shout out my boy Khalil for getting us back in touch. Uh, man, shit, Tori, we we go way back, bro. Like we. I remember being in middle school at Wyandotte and shit, like, saying what's up to you at the lockers and stuff, and just, like, just kicking it and stuff, and, like, throughout high school and everything, and just hitting you up, and parties and stuff. Oh, some funny shit, I just found my Wyandotte uh, yearbook, like, two days ago, from 7th to 8th grade, when uh, only 8th grade was color, and 6th yeah, yeah, yeah. to 7th grade was in the gray. Yeah, yeah, just found that, like, two days ago, I man. still got that up in storage, but, yeah. man, shout out Khalil for getting yeah, us back together, networking and everything. And I was like, at that moment when you hit me up, I was at work, right? And I was I was trying to sell a membership at the time. Yeah. Like, I was actually doing a tour, really and I, I, I hit my phone because I didn't have your number saved at the time. And I was like, I was like, who's calling me? Yeah. I thought it was one of those, like, I already know how it goes. I already know how it goes. But then once you text me, I'm so happy you texted Yo, me because I was like, because I was like, all right. Shit, it's Tori. I was like, all right, I got to respond. Yeah, I got yeah, yeah, to hit him back as soon as possible. So, hour goes by, I hit him up, I'm like, What's good, man? Yeah. He was, told me what was good. He's like, oh, I just started this company. Like, let's let's get it, man. And I was I was down as soon as I saw that. I was like, man, shit, we're about to get this shit popping. Yeah, like, yeah. I want I want to get this going as much as possible. So like, bro, what really started you with uh, wanting to start the company? Like, what inspired you to want to create something like this? Because I love the vision. Like when you send me the website and everything, the drop is coming on the twentieth. February 20th. Check in. So, check so I drop the emails right now. Subscribe. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way you get them promo codes. Yes, sir. I'm going to drop the website um, in the description below. So, you guys check that out on the 20th for the drop. Some great stuff for people of our generation in the 90s and everything. So, I encourage you guys to check that out. But um, when I saw that, I was like, yo, this is perfect. Like, like this vision right here. This is this is what we gotta do. So, what really started that? Like, what what made you want to mm, do say, something like this? I say, I say, I didn't. Um, I ain't have a. I never had a thought like this is what I was gonna do. Or, like this is what I was gonna be doing. I um, I always know I was gonna be doing something though. So you know what I'm saying? Like, always. I used to tell people all the time. I was always like a realist. That's the best way to put it. I never had unrealistic expectations. But at the same time, I knew what I wanted for myself, and that wasn't realistic to a lot of people. <laughs> so that's that's the that's a true genius right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you, when you're when you're a realist and you want to push the envelope forward, 
being yourself authentically and knowing that people aren't really like responding to that, that's how you really transcend some stuff, yeah. you know. Yeah. So. When I started doing uh so I had I had a, a another business. Well, it's crazy cuz I had businesses before I knew I had businesses. Like I didn't think about I didn't think about it in the sense that like, oh, I'm running a business. It was just something that I was doing on my everyday everyday grind that was teaching me things that when I did have a um, a business in a professional sense. I already had these ethics built in me. Like, I knew what to do. I knew how to do it. So, like, once I started applying myself in, in this fashion, it was easy. But it was still, the only hard thing is uh, persistence, like, keeping at it, keeping your energy up. But the reception that I get from people off what I'm doing, that's what that's what make me, that's what make me want to do it. That's what led me to get into it. Because I never did it to start a clothing line or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to right. promote my other business. My other business, Jetpack Express, Medicated Goods Delivery Service. You know, live in Michigan. Medicated Goods, it's, it's, it's legal here, you know. So I, I made sure I went and got my certifications. And mm-hmm. I had put a lot of legwork into that before it was legal. So I felt like once it became legal, it was just a no-brainer. Oh, I already yeah. had my network skills strong. Mm-hmm. I knew people from... Seventh grade, I got the same phone numbers that I had since seventh grade. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like, people really know me. So that was just easy. Like, I tried to stop. Um, I tried to shift businesses a couple times. That business was just always profitable for me, and that's what I was always in it for. Like, whatever is profitable, I'm doing it. So it was that with that business, and then I was still working and doing a lot of other things. But I felt like the energy that that business itself was putting off wasn't. Um, it wasn't good for like my overall success. Like mm-hmm. I might have been making a couple bucks, but I was sacrificing a lot for not a lot. Yeah, you know and what I'm saying. Day you wanted to do what you wanted to do. Yeah, you, you always want to aspire to do more type of thing. Like it was cool, but it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't like broad enough. It wasn't. It wasn't as big enough. So I felt like uh, I started making clothes though to promote that, and the reception I got off the community was amazing. Like mm-hmm. I. F- Fuck with everybody. Like, I fuck with y'all. Like, y'all the reason I do everything. Even with my other business, like, I aim to please. Like, I I almost, I'm a giver. You know what I'm saying? I almost give things away just because I want people to walk away with a smile on their face. Like, they feeling like they won. Like, I want you to win. I naturally want everybody to win. So, if you shopping with me, they don't change. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want you to win. Like, I, I want you to feel like you stole something from me type of thing. Like, right. shit, we both won. So, I, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm a strong believer in you don't have to lose for me to win and vice versa. So once I start seeing the reception from everybody off just the Jetpack Express clothes, T-shirts and stuff, like I was like, dang, I got. I, I always think bigger, but I'm like, man, if I could do this, I'm like, they might like this or they might like that. So I think that right after that Jetpack Express Medicated Goodwill Delivery Service merchandise, mm-hmm. I just started thinking clothing line. And yeah. instead of just merchandise for a weed delivery service, I start thinking big. I start thinking. I got a cousin that lives in St. Louis. You know what I'm saying? He about to be 17. He tapped in a whole different. Like I, I, I'm 26. I consider myself as like oh, but I'm still young. But like he in a different wave. Like he on. He got a whole. We used to say swag. They say drip. You yeah, feel me? Say like, drip. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's so a different gap. It's so a whole it's like, different... But, but and he, he fucking with my stuff. And I got 90s babies gear. Like, this nigga wasn't even born in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Know? And my auntie, <laughs> shit, I got an auntie. She she about to be 50. She like, man, send me... She live in Arizona. She like, man, send me some of that 90s baby shit because I'm going <laughs> to wear it. She like, you know, like, I'm going to mm-hmm. wear it and people going to ask me about it. I'm going to put you on. Like, she don't even care... That she not wasn't involved in the nineties, but it's just like she fucking with the movement. So I feel like once I seen people fucking with my movement, it didn't matter what I was doing. I was like, all right, cool. I can do other things, and it had the same success as Jetpack Express Delivery Service. I was like, man, and this could be even bigger because I can, I can do more with it. You know what I'm yes. saying? I can go hand out my cards everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I ain't necessarily about to go hand out a card for this delivering marijuana everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or Jetpack Express is not really one of them things that anybody will feel comfortable with wearing everywhere. Like, if you're about to go to your job, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Your employer yeah, might, might look times. at you a certain kind of way. So then, I start, like I said, I was always thinking bigger. I want to appease everybody. I don't just want to appease a pothead. I'm a pothead, so I don't look at them in no negative fashion. You know what I'm saying? But in the same sense, I want to, like, appease a 40-year-old working guy. I want to appease the 
the blue collar, you know what I'm saying? Everybody. I want to touch, touch everybody. The creators, everybody. So like, that's what I like about doing a brand new company and just coming with the mindset of wanting to give to everybody to the people yeah. and and just creating like a winning culture yeah. to inspire other people to start winning for themselves and it's not as you're winning they're losing it's winning and winning <laughs> and you're inspiring people to do the same and that's why i knew that this was a no-brainer when we started getting yeah. together because that's that's what i want to do with this podcast is i want to inspire people to do what they want to do i want i want to see everybody win off of what i'm talking about what people that come onto the podcast um, talk about, and it's just it, it formulates so perfectly because when you put that energy out like that, for, it's reciprocated. Yes, yes, and and you can see the benefits like how you're saying like like your aunt in Arizona, fifty years old, talking about like let me get the '90s baby stuff. <laughs> like that's the stuff that I'm talking about because I got people that listen to this podcast, for example, that. Are our age, like 22, 24, like trying to figure out what they're trying to do. Exactly. But I also got like 45, 50 year old people that I've encountered that see the potential see in the... me and what I'm doing right now. And they support it. And they that. listen to it and they support it because they know that the people of our generation are the ones that are going to keep moving things forward. And yeah. that's and that's how the world is going to grow. It's going to progress. A million you know? percent. One thing that I feel like I, uh, I start paying attention, they say like, well, as you get older, you, you know, you get wiser and everything like that. I've always been an old soul, but like with my years came extra wisdom. So like, as I'm starting to network with older people, you know what I'm saying? I'm starting to see, I'm starting to venture in different like avenues of life where it's not so much as me just hanging out with my friends. I'm starting to Depart from that mindset, yeah. and I'm hanging out with. I'm I'm sitting down. I could ho- talk to a homeless person, and take something from that conversation. A substance like, mm-hmm. how did they go homeless? Why did they go homeless? Should I ain't trying to go homeless? Let me talk to that nigga so I figure out I'm not going homeless. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. in, in the sense that you really gotta broaden your horizon. I feel like and and with everything, when I say appease everybody, it's that energy that like when you want other people to win too. They feel that, and they like, dang, let me help them out. Let me watch their podcast, because it is inspirational, you know what I'm saying? But, like, yeah. you can always tell when somebody got, a, like, a, a selfish demeanor about whatever oh, yeah. they're doing to a certain extent. Absolutely. You know but like, Absolutely. You, and, and, and that's the negative energy you stay away from, and then all the yeah. positive energy you you attract, because what you put out come back. So, that's what, man, when I talk to you five seconds into talking to you, I say, dang, I'm, I'm about to rock with bro. I'm about to rock with him, like, <laughs> That's man, what I said, in five man. seconds, like, I'm like, dang, first of all, it was just, like, too much that made sense not for it to happen, like, when everything makes sense, I go with that gut feeling, I'm not about to contemplate and think about stuff for too long, and that's the same way other people feel like when they, when they feel your good energy, so I just try to put that good energy out, like, whatever I'm on, whatever I'm working on, I don't necessarily be, t- and that's another thing, like I say, when I, with age you know you get more wise you got to tell people what you're working on you got to tell people what's going on because they just your testimony itself they might hear that and be like dang i can do this or i could do that because it was a lot of points in my life where i was like man i don't know what i'm gonna do but see when i didn't know what i was gonna do i always knew i was gonna do something yes i went to school first (laughs) for economic finance because I like numbers I like money I said man I'm going to school for economics I tied the finance into it because I wanted to be somebody's CFO but see then like once I started studying the economics I started saying man I don't want to be somebody's CFO I want to be my own CEO yes you know that's the that's the goal you want to you want to be your own CEO of your own thing and create a whole movement for yourself like it's cool and all to be um somebody else's like CEO of somebody else's company but it feels better to have your own it's brand, just a little more vision yeah. and and to be able to display it like at such a high level to where people are attracted to you just because they know that what you're putting out is genuine and it's right and you want to see other people succeed and that's yeah. like how like companies like Amazon yeah. and like all those big companies, I, like that's how they make it is because they got one person that has a vision to impact a generation of people. Exactly. And that's Put exactly people in the right positions to be the best that they could be. And then at the same time, like 
people think that they're like reaping the benefits or anything like that. Their benefit is the greater good. The greater good. You know what I'm saying? Like the people that they're connected with. So that's that's where I feel like there's a distinction to where when we merge this together, that's how I knew that this was was going to be a million percent. How the vision was supposed to go for both of us and how everything just aligned to come together and um, I, I appreciate that 100%. It's just like I knew as soon as you hit me up and then when we talked on the phone yesterday, um, FaceTime, I was like, yo, we on the same wavelength right now. Like this wavelength is <laughs> crazy. Like I'm feeling this like too crazy right now. Like I'm, there's no reason for us not to be doing anything right now because we're talking the same stuff. We listen man. to the same stuff. We're, we're doing the same thing. We're working in an environment where we're trying to make something happen for ourselves at the same time. And it's just the way that it, it, it coincided together. It was like, oh man, this is right. A million percent. A million percent. Well, it was like, I knew, I knew it was, I knew it was genuine. I said that I vibe off genuine energy. So like, even if you don't rock with me, I can rock with you if you let me know that you're not messing with me. Like, I, I appreciate the realness in that. So like, well, I mean, obviously, like I've been doing a lot of um, a lot of marketing, a lot of networking. And um, I've been amping it up to the utmost. One of the people I study everybody, everybody, everybody. I told you I learned I learned from a homeless person. But like one, it's a lot of people that I I like a lot of aspects of their stories. Mm-hmm. Um, DJ Cali. Oh yeah, is one of them. One. DJ Cali um, was infamous in the music industry, and I say infamous for yeah. being just annoying. Yeah. Just of being annoying, like blowing DJ everybody Khaled. up, blowing everybody up. He, he was persistent. <laughs> if he needed a, if he needed an excerpt for his his little tagline, if he needed, you know, what I'm saying a verse on this song, on this song, he was blowing people up, like to the point yeah. of like he said, he literally said this, like he was like, people had to block my number, but I didn't care, like I was in a face. All the time, it's so aggressive marketing, aggressive like, marketing, like, like an infomercial, like yeah, sham wow shit, man, bro. <laughs> I took, I said, man, I gotta do that. Like when I heard that, I said, yeah. and then, but this was crazy though. Some people gonna think that it's annoying and whatever else. It's gonna be a lot of other people that's just gonna appreciate your hustle and support you off the strength of that. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. So like, I took, I took DJ Cali method, and then I tried to just apply a little bit into what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. yeah. DJ Catley, and it's a lot of other people I've been watching. You know, I watch videos, I, I listen to audio books, you know, not the cool thing, you know, not the real podcast. But yeah, so you know what I'm saying? I be listening all the time, listening to podcasts every night, check it out. Man. Because I believe, I'm a firm believer in um, taking different perspectives and applying to. them into your life. Into your like, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. Like, to. there's certain things that you got to uh, remove from conversations and learn from them from yourself like there's people that you're going to encounter that could help develop what you're trying to do just by telling their story mm-hmm. and just by um talking about something that they're passionate about you could really kind of try to find what you're passionate about at the same time it's like one of those things where you could cut a conversation that you have with somebody at work like they're talking about like man they're having a rough day and stuff and they're doing um selling on ebay or something they're flipping like uh desks for example and they're making profit off of it but that's that's really what they're passionate about they make their own desks and everything but they're at work and they're talking about like man like the struggle is real and shit and that's the thing where you take you take from that conversation you're like damn like you're working this job working 60 hours a week and at the same time you're still listing stuff on facebook ebay and you are creating an own hustle for yourself because yep. you, you love to do it. Like, you want to create sure. your own type your of own hustle to elevate is, yourself. You want to have generational wealth. I feel like uh, mm-hmm. it's a systematic plague with all of society. Like, you get a job, you work for 30 years, you retire, and you get an American dream. Like, I can't do that. Bro. Man, that's... My back hurt right now when I'm 26. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't do this till I'm 52, bro. I can't, mm-hmm. so... I know, um, and I never, I never had aspirations of working. My, I'm not even gonna say working for somebody else. I'm just gonna say working. Like, when you do something that you love, you don't consider it work. Like, I sit around all day with my clothing line. I stare at a computer screen for hours. I, I, I do everything. So, like, 
it's a lot of time and a lot of energy to come into it. One thing, like I said, with age, you gain wisdom. One thing I'm learning, like, you need a team. You need a, 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 a leadership foundation around you. Yeah, Other people a structure. That, uh, 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 definitely, like, mm-hmm. people that keep your structure and help you keep with that template of success. So, like, yeah, I'm I'm starting to learn that, too. But, man, it, it be taking a lot of time and energy. And a lot of people not willing to do that. A lot of people willing to just go to work at whatever time and get off work at whatever time and when they get off work they can chill you talking about 60 hours now i put in 54 just got over here earlier so yeah like i put in 54 hours there i talked to my girl i said man i put in 54 hours there imagine how many i did outside of there like i'm probably slept like four hours a day for like the last i don't know for like the last week and a half or something but like i don't even be tired and that's what's crazy Kevin Gates, say, I don't get tired. You don't get tired. (laughs) It's not because the nigga not sleepy. He's sleepy. He's sleepy, okay? Oh, yeah. The thing is, he's tired, too. But but when you got a motivation, when you got a drive, Mm -hmm. when you really inspired to do something, and and when you're doing what you're inspired to do, you don't even think time. Everything is timeless. Like, my days run together, bro. All my days are the same. I wake up, I go to work, I get off work, I work. (laughs) I go to sleep, I wake up, I work. Like, I, that's... All I do, but see, I feel like I'm willing to sacrifice my 4 p.m. to 12 midnight up until I'm 35. Because yes. when I'm 55, I want to be on autopilot. Like I want to be able to chill. Like yeah, I wanna, I wanna. Even if this not what's gonna make me be able to do that, like I'm gonna figure it out. Because like you said, you gotta be able to, you gotta be willing to adapt. Like I'm trying, I'm, I'm networking, I'm trying all my different streams. Like, so one of them streams gonna lead to a, a, a ocean. Yes. Exactly. And, and I'm gonna have a yacht and we all gonna be on there. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna look at the, at the dock of the yacht and you'll be like, damn, like I did all this to get to here. You know what I'm saying? So like everything adds up at some point. So it's all about, like with the timing and things, like I, I met a guy that told me um, when I started this podcast, he was like, um, like how you were saying, there's 24 hours in a day. We feel like we need 30, right? Mm-hmm. So it's 24 or seven. Like you could do it literally. You could break it down into a formula of how much time you got in a week, mm-hmm. and you could literally delegate that time that you have like, <laughs> off of work into putting something into yourself, What's putting right something here? into. Let me pull um, up my, my uh, calculator. Personal the, life, the yes. The number going to be the same. Yes. What's that number? You know so, what that number is? 168. That's how many <laughs> hours it is in a week. Yeah. I did the math today. Yeah. But that's what I mean when I said mm-hmm. we was thinking the same thing. You said we'd be thinking right alike. Right you didn't it's know right I was there, doing bro, that. I didn't even know you That's how many hours it is in a week. Because I worked so many hours this week. I said, man, how many hours I work for myself? I man. had to work about 65 hours yeah. for myself. So then I slept about 30 hours the whole week. That's how I know I slept. Like on average four hours. Man, that's, it's crazy, bro. But that lane we on, man, yes. that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Damn, how the fuck did you say that, though? Bro, that's crazy. I didn't even know you, you was really that. You didn't know that, dude. <laughs> I literally did that today, bro, like hours ago. I'm like, dude. That's nuts. I'm like, how many hours is in the week? So we were just talking about the 24-hour how many hours you got in a week and seven seven days and we came to the conclusion 168 hours in a week and we were talking about like yo like say you work 40 hours a week right you're at 128 hours in a week after that 40 hours you got to sleep right so we, we we try to calculate it a little bit like all right let's say you're doing like five six hours a week like we'll go with five so you're at Five times seven thirty-five. So you do. Now you're like 85, 90 hours. Just yeah. What you gonna do now? Yeah. So what's what's what you got time for, right? So you got priorities. Whatever happens in the day to day, um, you gotta eat. That's on schedule. So it's like you're losing a couple hours there. I think it's I think it's simpler when you break it down into twenty four hours because like we we right. had to think broad we had to think of the big picture because that's the type of people we are. Yes, but sir. it's always simpler to just break it the smallest numbers possible. So like least common denominator they say you know what I'm saying. So like when you break it down to twenty four hours it's like all right twenty four hours like you say sleep five six now you're looking at nineteen eighteen hours to do whatever so you got eighteen hours to do whatever about two hours you driving to work driving to wherever you're doing so now you got sixteen hours. Then you gotta let's say eat for one hour. Now you got fifteen hours. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like the shit trickling down. With your fifteen hours, you still gotta do. You still gotta do shit. Family, 
Um, you might interact with friends. You might do some shit right after work. Like, Go oh, see a movie or yeah, something. Yeah, like, it's a lot of stuff people do in their life. Like, you actually have a life. But, like, most people sleep more than five. I mean, most people might sleep eight hours. Like, if I could, I would sleep all day shit, if I could. I would do but it every single day. <laughs> I think I think that's why a lot of people like my all hustle, no sleep design. Because it don't matter what your hustle is. You know what I'm saying? If you're a garbage truck driver or if you a maid or if you a, a um, it don't matter what you do like whatever your job is whatever your profession is that's your hustle cause mm-hmm. you dedicate your life to that and this it don't matter what you do I promise you you feel like you doing that more than you at home or more than you with your family like I see the people that I work with more than I see my, my family you know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. I'd be feeling bad for my... I tell people all the time, I, I got my own house. I tell people, I got a glorified dog mansion because <laughs> yeah, I got a doggy house, basically. You know what I'm saying? They live yeah. there. I just come sleep every now and then. You see? You yes, know yes. Me? But it'd be like that when you when you aspire to do things, you know, like I say, you sacrifice stuff. And right now, sleep. Like I was saying before, sometimes it'd be a meal, be hungry and ride past five restaurants. It's like, man, I got to go do this right now. I got to go hurry up and do this. Mm-hmm. Like, man... Age-wise, it's a reoccurring theme with the show. Like, but you gotta take time out for yourself. Make sure you straight. So, like you say, so you can have the energy to keep going. Yeah, keep doing. So you I'm gotta keep to going, keep pushing. Like for me, like, like I was telling you off camera, like we had just took a break. Um, like I like to, I like to go hands on. I like to go until I burn myself out yeah. and I like to chill. You know what I'm saying? So then that's when I realized like that, those are the hours that I need to capitalize Hell on. Hell yeah. Those hours where I want to chill and stuff. Like those hours where I'm Like we said, it's about eight of them. So when your eight is scrolling, when your eight hours, what you doing in your free time. Yep. Like you say a movie that take out two and a half hours. Now you got four and a half, five hours to do what? Yep. Like literally like you only have a couple hours a day to really like, set yourself up for something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can chill now, but I'm trying to chill later. Yeah, I'm trying to chill when I'm 50 and 60. I'm trying to literally have my feet up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to... I, I think one of the sweetest cars right now for everybody is, like, a Challenger, like, a Charger. The, yep. You know, SRTA, let me get a Hellcat. Like, <laughs> yeah, they cool. They go fast. But, man, I'm thinking, like, a bigger scale of life. Like, I want to yeah. have, like, a... I want to be giving away chargers and challengers. Like, here, little brother, um, nigga, happy 16. You know what I'm saying? Happy 16. Like, I've made songs. I did a lot of stuff that you just got to be, like, very meticulous and particular about. Like, in one of my songs, I said, um, when my brother turned 16, I'm going to give him a bankroll and a set of keys. Because when I was 16, I didn't get nothing. But that's real. That's real. Like, I'm trying to set myself up for generational wealth. Like, I want to mm-hmm. be able to leave behind a legacy. You know what I'm saying? That's yes. what life about when you, like, when you get older and start really, like, realizing what is life about. Like, you want to leave behind a legacy. You don't want to say, oh, I didn't did. I didn't lived all these years going to work and being comfortable and chilling for eight hours a day. But it's like, damn, I ain't got really nothing to show for. I got this house or I got this car or I got whatever. I might have like, a boat, but. Yeah, but what, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to. What about the people around me? I'm trying you to be in, put other people in positions that have their own boats. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to have a, a, a family of boats. Like, everybody, like, bring your boat out to the thing. Not just, oh, yeah, I got a boat and be comfortable Yeah, with everybody that. get on this yeah, boat. Yeah, like, no, I want everybody else that. to have, have their own boat. Like, like, let's race boats or something. Let's do something yeah. crazy like that. Like. Yeah, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see the people around me succeed in that fashion. Absolutely, that's that's like the that's the long term goal that we like set out is like when we're doing things like this. It ain't about us having a boat, a house, or whatever. It's about all our people around us that are having a house and a boat, and they they are living their best lives as well. It's not just one person living the best life. We want everybody around us for the next generation, generation, and so on. It's it's all about keeping the generations to a uh, not to a standard, but to a, to a certain degree, to where they know that if they get this and they work towards what they want to do, they they, they could do yep. everything that they aspire to be and inspire the rest of the generations. And that's what it's all about. Like I've been really like thinking about. Um, like what I like one thing that I really learned is through kind of like playing around on my phone. Like you can make money on your phone. Oh all my god! Day, all day, man. Just just <laughs> just so you know, 
But that's the biggest money maker right now. <laughs> but I'm gonna say something real quick. Like I don't know if it's out of pocket, but this is my podcast, and I got Tori with me, so we talking <laughs> shit. But you could really invest in stocks. Like I got a Robinhood account. So I got right? Robinhood too. Let's talk about it. So I'll you could talk you about like we're, what we're talking about here is you could really start investing in these companies and things like that to really create something for not only your future but the people around percent, you too so if you percent. find the right company that you believe in you got to invest in that and, and you can see the growth of the company daily let me ask you this let me ask you this how many bad investments you have made on robin hood i made a couple i made a couple i'm not gonna lie like i'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm gonna come forward like to be honest with you the nobody the automotive company to me what's, is what's shitty is dead. Yeah, well, shitty. It's dead. Like Off I got a stock in Ford right now. Tesla going and it don't up. Move. Hey, but Tesla. Go but crazy. you know how much Tesla costs a share? Bro, it's like eight hundred dollars. Yeah, now. Just, <laughs> just 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 for one. I was like, oh shit. Just but I'm not gonna one. lie. You want me to know, want me to tell you exactly what I'm investing? In? I'm gonna tell all my listeners too. I tell you all too. I got three that I'm really banking on right mm-hmm. now. And that's like with Slim Pickens money. Like I ain't putting yeah, in hundreds million, of these stocks, million percent, right? A million percent. I got. Fitbit, yep. Because Fitbit just What's got Fitbit bought out by Google. Now, right now? They're at like eight dollars a share. All right, now let me tell you this. Let me show you this, and you can tell the world. I'm gonna show you. <laughs> I just, I just asked you how many bad deals have you made on there? I made a few, man. I'm about to show you, my dog. Just look at this. I got the robber. <laughs> we about to pull this shit up. I'm we about to put facts to it. I'll be on this shit. <laughs> Keep talking. I got a log in. I'm gonna show you in a second. So Fitbit, I think Fitbit is going to be um, something that's going to be huge. I think everybody should invest in Fitbit because uh, Google bought them out and they're going to use that to track data for um, people's health and things yeah, like that, and alerts and stuff like that. So I think that Fitbit is a good long-term investment. So at the share price that it's at right now, that's the one that you got to go into. Um, also at the same time, like piggybacking on everything that we talked about previously, I think that medical marijuana is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always been big, but since it went public, yeah, there's a couple different companies. It's a, on yeah, there I was about to say it's a couple of them. Which one you? Which one you messing with? Crazy. Though? So I got Canopy Growth. Okay. Um, I'll tell you exactly why I fuck with Canopy Growth. <laughs> I'm gonna say that just like that. Uh, Canopy Growth <laughs> is huge on their marketing for uh, medical marijuana. They have. Um, a lot of deals with people like Snoop Dogg, Drake, yeah. uh, Seth Rogen, Martha Stewart. Uh, those are going to be the people that are going to put it um, in the eyes of the people. percent so, have everybody see it. And that's the one that I've seen has been going up and down, up and down with what they're changing and stuff. But I know that that's going to be the one that's going to be stable throughout. And it's going to keep going up as soon as they um, Take get through all the stuff. Because yeah, it's based in Canada. All Which of them are, you know that? All, yes. of the, all of the trading, um, all of the mar- mar- medical marijuana trading stocks are Canadian-based companies right yeah. now. Yeah, and they were going through like some law disputes or whatever, like with everything, with it going public. But I think Canopy Growth is huge. Um, I got this one called, um, it's a real small one that I was just kind of watching, ACB. ACB? ACB. I had that. I invested that. in them too. Look, uh, man, it's I, like it's literally a, like I'm not even two dollars a share right now. I'm about to show <laughs> you, bro. You about to be sick. I'm about to show you. I'm literally gonna show you my trades on there, and just to, just so everybody could get a, a an idea. When I say I, the, the, I asked them how many bad you know bad trades have you had because I've had a couple bad ones, but I've also invested in a couple good companies. And like, I think everything in life is a a, a constant battle. Of, up and down, man. Wendy's though, <laughs> Wendy's Wendy's is huge. Go fuck with Wendy's. Wendy's. Ever is since huge. Wendy's did that four for four thing, I was like, oh yeah, this is, this is where it's at. Look at all these. Uh, I just typed in right put my email. I can't pull it up, but look at all these. Has been your orders. Oh crazy. yeah, they go crazy. And, but what's so crazy is, man, I'm about to. I gotta log in so I can show you. Uh, I don't even know what my thing is on here. But they got a um. I show I show, I had the Aurora on there. It's A U. Yep. Yeah. ACB. A-U. Yep. That's all I got. Aurora Cannabis. I've been I've invested in them at like two dollars and eleven cents a share. Two dollars and eleven cents a share. Like early. Wendy's. I got in. It was like um. Uh, 
17, like high 17s, right? That's one that's going to have to break. And then I sold them. I was like very interested in, let's, you want to talk about money. I haven't gotten stocks. I, I worked at our van and um, not doing sales. I worked at our van doing some labor work, like carrying messages on my neck, like really doing some yeah, like hard work. I remember work. that actually. Yeah, I worked at our van Because I was at Champs time. when you were at our yeah, van. Yeah, because I used to come in yep. that joint. Yep. Yeah, I worked there for a minute. But like I worked there, the sales guy, he was a manager. And he, he told me, um, I, I told you I talked to everybody. So I'm, I'm working in the back. Like, nigga, I'm a peanut in the company. But I'm talking to, like, the sales managers like this. Keep people clearing six figures a month. Like, yep. hey, man, what y'all doing? Blah, blah, blah. And so the guy, like, his neighbor, he lived in Gross Point. You know what I'm saying? A prominent okay. area. You don't yep. know. Gross Point, Michigan. Very, very prominent area. Money. He was yep. like, his neighbor, his, the guy who lives across the street from him, didn't work. He didn't have a job. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, well, what do you do? What is your profession? Mm-hmm. A job is some shit you got to wake up every day and go do. A profession yep. is something that you make money off of. You live on that. That's your livelihood. And you master the craft. And you master the craft. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy, he he traded stocks. And um, he even found that out. He just ran with this guy every day. So it's like genuine like bonds you develop with people. Genuine friendships that you have yep. with somebody and that leads to other things so this j- guy's genuine bond of just taking a jog every morning led mm-hmm. to him saying well, what do you do and then that opened up man he's a sales guy making he's he's living comfortable you know what i'm saying they live right next door to each other they live in the same yep. but like what this guy was doing versus what that guy was doing was completely well, different he's waking up every day got to deal with all these different people and you know like when you're the manager, people just come to you with problems. You know, you know what I'm saying. So like, he got to deal with all this crazy stuff. And my my man, so he dealing with problems, but he chilling back on his feet, looking at three computer screens. Like yep. his problems, his problems is like shit. I should have clicked. I should have made a click right now. I, I could have made six cent, or I could have made whatever. But he trading a hundred shares or five hundred shares at six cent a share. Like he's making bands. Like he. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Off a of click. Yeah. Off a of click. Exactly. One motion. Man, I was like, <laughs> I got to get into that. And and what's crazy is for everybody who's watching this or listening to this, Robinhood, obviously you have to invest your own money. But like he said, it's a lot of shares that you can buy for $3, $2. Mm-hmm. Fitbit, I, I'm about to show you, bro. I lost so much money on Fitbit. Me too. <laughs> I lost so much money on Fitbit. Like, I'm glad to hear it's coming back, but like, fuck. Yeah, I should have yeah. hung on to that shit. Yeah. Bro, I, I seen Fitbit trading at like $3 and $3.50, bro. $3.22. It was probably at like $3.50. I bought 13 shares just because like not a lot of money. But it's like if if I held on to that shit and then they go up to somebody, I own 13 shares of their company. Like yeah. who knows what that could be. But I was like, fuck, it's going down. It went all the way down to like 293 or like something crazy. I sold yep. it all. Like I don't want to lose no more money. Yep. And now you say it's coming back. Like that's Man, that's that's crazy. You, in life, you got to be persistent. You got to be patient. Like patience is a virtue. That's what they told you Absolutely. all your life. Oh, that's real life. That's what they teaching. That's real School, life, that's what your bro. Parents told you gotta you be, be patient. patient, and that's what the whole entire stock market is. You gotta be patient. It's all patience. Like you gotta know when to buy, when know when to sell, when know when to hold. It's really like, percent. And the thing I like about Robinhood is it it helps you know when to buy and when to hold. Yeah, it'll so. tell you like what uh what what most people are doing at the moment. Yep, yep. Yeah. It'll hold you. It'll, it'll give you the alerts on what you got. Like yo, like this stock is up five percent, or this stock is down five percent. Like it lets you know, like the trend of where your your you know, placement like is going, it. and then you go and look, and then there's like an article, like yo, the CEO. Uh, and now that's what I like down. about it. Hey, <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah. hold up, I was <laughs> like, hold up, man, let me see. Man, it's something. It's I, I, my mind, my mind works so crazy, man. I, I, I feel like I can conform to whoever I'm talking to, but like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so knowledgeable on everything mm-hmm. that. I'll have that person engaged. Like, yeah. fuck yeah. Like, I'll be talking. Like, dude, did you see the, um, it's a Chinese company. I can't think of the name off the top of my head right now. It'll come to me in a second. But it's basically like the Chinese version of Starbucks. Okay. Did you see that? Did you read Got about you. that? Yes, did you yes, see about yes, that? yes. I can't think of the name right now. I'm so mad. It's a Chinese company. It's supposed to be the, chi- I want to say like, all right, it's not, it's something with an L or something like that. It's a blue, blue uh, symbol, something with an L, I know. <laughs> yeah. And their shares are very small like they're if they came out they're just about to hit the market but like if you think about how well starbucks is okay and how they started too i think about how many people it is in china Mm -hmm. and this place 
their marketing strategy because that's another big thing that I'm wondering about with my business. Like marketing is eighty five percent of everything. Break you. Every break everything. You. Their Every marketing time. strategy that make themselves separate and different. They already in China popping and they're about to come to America. Now when they come to America, like nigga, they they tell them they they warning us like in them articles and stuff. Yeah. A lot of people don't read. A lot of people our age especially they don't read. Yeah. I read a lot. And they don't know how to dice. They, they may read, but yeah. they don't know how to dice. They looking at the because they so used to like you said scrolling and looking at the head. Lines and they're not looking at yep. the article. They're right? not they're looking, looking at, at exactly what's being said. Man, but this company, um, like I said, it's a coffee company. But instead of it being like a Starbucks that you just drive and go to, they are in all like hospitals and like businesses, like office buildings. See, that's huge. How many office buildings are there? You don't have to leave and go anywhere. Like they're downstairs, and they yep. bring. And if they're not in there, then they offer you. It's a lot of things that I had in my mind, and I was never ever thinking about just one thing. I feel like I always wanted to do stuff. But with the um, guy who lived across the street, his greatest advice that I took from that conversation of talking to a sales manager yep. was paper trading. So if you want to trade stocks, Robinhood, you got to use your own money. If you want to, did you notice that you could practice? I'm listening. You can practice doing stock trading. It's called paper trading. Go on Google, type in paper trading, mm -hmm. and it'll it'll let you basically like practice. Without trading the actual currency, you don't put no credit card number in. You don't do any of that. Mm. You just, it's like examples. You just act like it. You say, um, oh, I want to buy two shares of this or whatever. And it'll just show you like, oh, you would have bought it at this price. And then it'll show you the market, the lines, and you get to watch the graphs. And then if you share, uh, sell it or whatever wow. else, it'll be like, oh, you would have lost this much money. You would have mm -hmm. won this much money. Like, mm -hmm. it literally lets you practice trading stocks. And it gives you an estimate of what of you, what you would have did if you would actually, exactly. So... My greatest advice to anybody is go get Robin Hood. I I didn't even I didn't even practice first, but that was just the greatest <laughs> advice that I got. Cause I would like you said, I just wanted to start at ten. Who cares about ten dollars? I got yeah. my portfolio off to eighty dollars. Okay, and off to eighty dollars, my portfolio grew to one hundred twenty three dollars. I said, dude, I just made fifty dollars off not doing anything. Exactly, just off watching not it, doing just watching anything. It grow. They're just not knowing the right things. Then about I lost it. like twenty nine dollars with Fitbit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Got mm -hmm. off the Fitbit bandwagon. I started investing in Wendy's, and Wendy's cost a lot. It's like eighteen dollars a share. Well, I bought at Wendy's when it was seventeen dollars and fifty three cents a share. Okay. Now it's like nineteen dollars. So some days it's twenty dollars. Some day, you know how it goes. But like, man, I'm, I'm always looking. That's why I said, well, what do you, what you, what you invest in? Some people don't mm -hmm. share the investments, but it's stocks out here. Nah, we about it's, to just tell them the real. It's money out here for all of us. If you got the money, go bottom, go bottom stocks, man. Go bottom stocks and go buy some forever humble, forever wealthy clothing. And you Absolutely. Gonna win. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what it's all about, man. We just want to motivate the people out there and just try to make sure that people are... Ideas doing what's best for themselves. Ideas to generate yeah. prosperity because that's what it's all about. Oh, you didn't even got to have a million dollars. You just got to live prosperous. And the thing about that is that that's long term. You know, a lot of people like to look at the short term of everything. They yeah, want to see what they could gain right now. Different things in your life set you up to think long term. Like my um, my girl made me start thinking long term. I was yeah. thinking in the present moment, forever, always. And then once I started being in my heart every day, it's like, damn, what I'm gonna be doing in ten years. I'll be doing in 15 years. What we gonna be yep. doing in 20 years? Exactly. That's how we got there. Bro, like having a girl in your life is a game changer. Like for a man to have success, it's like if you got a girl in your corner that's supporting you 100% and like giving you the support that you need to continue what you're doing, it's bar none one of the best things that you could have <laughs> as a man because. You can't do everything by yourself. You can't. Like that's the that's the code. Team. Like whether it be networking, like the people that you like mess with throughout your life, but like to me, like what I've seen a lot of growth in is having somebody that's gonna be my rock and like your corner support, all the time. and that's telling me stuff that I don't even know about myself. When you lose in the <laughs> fight, look. When you lose in the fight, they like, nah, man, you got this. Because yep. everybody else like, oh my God, he getting his ass whooped. But mm -hmm. like, she like, no, you got this. You got this. Are you good? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, be you. You good. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel yep. like, I tell you, it's, I tell you, we being real. It's your podcast. We being real. I, we can be as real as we want. I mean, we've been being real this whole time. <laughs> I'm, tw I'm 26, right? I didn't, I haven't spoke to my dad ever in my life. My whole life. Until... Three weeks ago, Damn. because of my girl, because really? of my girl, my girl. You feel me? I didn't met a million people in my life. It's a million people that's pivotable 
to the foundation of me being me. Mm-hmm. And they never, like, even talked about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah. like, a girl talked to me about conversations that was, like, unrelatable that I could talk to about my grandma or, like, with my mom or, like, no. It's like she connected to me with a, on a, a, a sense that's, like, so deep that I didn't even have a problem with the fact that I never talked to this guy. Mm-hmm. But when I start to, when I talk to her, it's like, oh my God, she like open up to her eyes. Like you say, she make you think about different things. It's like yeah. with the Jetpack Express delivery service, bro, I was selling weed since high school. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's just something that I was doing. I naturally been a, a seller. Like I always knew how to sell things. You always hustle. I always been a, ever since forever, bro. <laughs> I always did that. So like that shit was easy to me. She was like, you could be bigger. Like you can do bigger things. Like yes. I think when, in this most of my conversations with my lady be on constructive, like, we only have constructive conversations, but it's like, what do you need to do? Like, she be like, you, you, she can, can criticize me at the time. Like, oh, you man. fucking up. You know yep. what I'm saying? This is where you messed up. You need them this people is, in your this life. This is where you need to change your attitude. Everybody, you, know you, would, you don't even listen to everybody, at, mm-hmm. like, when, but when she tell you shit, I know it's thick. You be like, dang, she right. Yep. I might not tell her she right all the time, but you be right. <laughs> you be like, dang, man, I gotta do right that. Now. Real start, man. She be right. <laughs> and, and like 10, I could give, bro, 10 different aspects that she be like, man, my license expired. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, it's no big deal. She like, no, man, go, it take five seconds, just go to the secretary. Like, it's simple things mm-hmm. to the extreme sensitive things. Like, from every aspect, she uh, derail my focus onto a better path than yes. whatever I was on. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And you know what it is? You know what gets you onto that better better path? And I'm going to be honest with you. It's that emotional support. Hell yeah. You know something like, like that. Like 100%. Like because for me, like as a man by yourself, like all you're thinking about is, damn, how am I going to get this done? How am I going to get this done? <laughs> Um, what's gonna happen after this? Uh-huh. Your girl will be able to take you back to reality Man. and be and be present in what you're doing. You know, I think it is. I think they set and you, give you up the for real. That. Yeah, they set you up for like uh, for real life because when you just by yourself and stuff, you think about right now, and that's not really real life. Yes. Real life is thinking about the future. You know what I'm saying? Thinking yes. about setting yourself up for something. So when I was just doing me, and I was having fun for sure. Yes. But when I started being with her every day, I started thinking like, hey, well. How what kind how how is my fun gonna evolve with life? Because mm-hmm. when I'm forty, I'm not gonna be doing the same things that I'm doing today. Absolutely you know what I'm saying? Not. So because of her, I start for, like changing stuff that was in my present life or my present actions, or whatever it was like my, my my regular course of day it changed. You know, mm-hmm. I was like I'm trying to like now, like I tell her all the time, like bro, I'm going hard for you. You know what I'm saying? She be like, eh. like no, yeah. and, and thirty years later down the road, I'd be like, when we kicking it. You know what I'm saying? And I'd be like, baby, you drive. And she was like, nah, call the driver. I don't feel like yeah, that. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have mm-hmm. the moments, but we're going to have the moments of reflection where it's like, yeah, she was with me when I didn't have nothing. She was with me when I was striving. She stayed with me when I was working so hard that I didn't have as much time to spend. Yep. And then it was we still pop, holding you know me what I'm saying? The whole and that's time. what it be, that emotional support. Because it ain't easy. But no, it's never going to be necessary. Easy. And the thing is, too, like, you you gotta know when it's the right one. Like, I know you know that. I know that. the The right person is gonna help you be a better you. Be a better you, and at the same time, make that past you better. Oh man, she didn't change. So like, person. not to not to say that she's uh, helping the trauma of your past life. Yeah. But at the, at that same concept. She's helping you realize where you might have messed up at a certain point in your life. Man, percent. And you're able and you're able to capitalize on that. Yeah, because a lot of people because tell you where you're wrong, and they don't help you get better. Yes. <laughs> and and when you're communicating with your girl and she talks about this stuff and you talk about this stuff with her, she knows when to, to let you know about 90%. that. And you think about it afterwards, and you're like, hold up. This shit doesn't happen to me like a couple of years ago. Man. Before like we was like this. And this could really help me do this for the long term. And then when you get into those real conversations where you're thinking about the future and everything, it's like, damn, you know, right? You know what? We could really do this. We could do this. You know, I could do this. Man, we being real. Look, what started a conversation with my girl, some real shit, like, dang, she could really help me be a better me. And I need her to be a better me. I said, man, 
it was about it was about it was about that. And I said, dog, I started um, my Jetpack Express started take like gaining traction. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people started messing with me. I started selling the clothing. Um, people started sending me pictures back with their clothes on. Like it was sweet. It was like it was real dope. You were starting I'm to like, see damn. Something. I'm like, man. I'm going to be great. You know, I'm on Facebook, man. I'm getting all these shares and people saying, like, that's what's up. Keep it up. Like, I fuck mm-hmm. with it, all this other stuff. And I'm like, dude, it's a it's a guy out here that's my dad. And this nigga don't even know. He got a son that's about to be great. Yes. And I was and like, doing all this. harping at that much to her. Like, dog, I'm going to be great. Like, Mm-hmm. Like I told her, I'm like, I'm like, man, put aside all your feelings for me and just, just off the strength of just knowing me, like anybody that knew me, I'm like, do you feel like I'm gonna be great? And she looked at me and like, nigga, she couldn't help but be like, yes, like she couldn't help but say yes. But yes. that's the kind of effect that you gotta have on everybody in your life. Like, mm-hmm. I bump into random people and they just know it's something different. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. when you link up with they other that people that's like that. That that energy, like that's why I said when we start linking up and get that energy, ooh, like right damn, we could do some shit. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause everybody don't give off that same energy, but when you give off that energy, that shit come back and it comes right back to you, man, right in your lap. She gave me Stop foundation to have that energy. Like, nigga, yes. I'm gonna be great. You feel mm-hmm. me? She helped me be great. Uh, you can't be great on your own. Yeah, yep. give it to me. Like that confidence just comes with like having somebody that you know is always gonna be in your corner. Got to. Like, regardless, like, positive or negative, you know what you could take from those conversations and interactions with the girl that you that you love, that you, you know really what I'm saying? Down. So it's like, you know that you know, regardless of whatever this argument is going on or whatever you guys disagree on, that once you overcome that, you're mm-hmm. going to realize the real lesson in it. And you could apply that towards what you're trying to do. You need that too. For the remainder. The older I get... Um, the more I start to judge my relationships with people different. As the as I get older, I look at the relationship with somebody and base it off of how many uncomfortable conversations we've had. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If uh, <laughs> if we haven't had no uncomfortable conversations, then shit, the layer the our our friendship is is just at a layer of this this right here. But like once you start having uncomfortable conversations and overcome them, like you said, it expands. You you once you got a, such a thick relationship or such a thick bond with somebody, mm-hmm. can't nothing break that. Cause exactly. you all you got in your back mind. Like, I didn't been through this. We didn't been through this. We didn't been through that. We didn't been through this. We talked about that. We talked about this. We talked about yes. that. And yes. that shit didn't break you. So like now it it becomes to a point. You are gonna get to a point where like nothing's gonna break you. Yep. But when you come across them people in life where it's like everybody get mad. Everybody has a moment where they just not taking no more. But like yeah. you're gonna meet a person where it's gonna be worth it to take a little bit of more shit that you would take from somebody else. And when you yep. find that one person, just hang on and ride, ride, exactly, ride, that ride it out, yeah. grow together. Because it's like at the end of the day, like for me, like I'm a firm believer. I know you are too. At this point, like ride or die, like man, you got. It's to. like you're either gonna come with me for this journey, and we're gonna do this together, I'm and a, you're gonna like we're gonna do this shit for not only me but for you for, for everybody uh, else generation and it's man, just generational will it just goes forward at that point like you're not gonna you're not gonna back out from something that's gonna at the time scare you like an argument like something that you that you may feel guilty about like you you know that you guys are gonna work through that because that that point that we were talking about like that relationship that threshold is yeah. so much higher man. than what any other relationship is because you know that you're going to go back to that foundation <laughs> at the percent. same time, you know? A million percent. That's the only thing I feel like, oh, uh, in every aspect of life, you always, you always land on that foundation. Whatever, yep. whatever foundation you didn't build, you're going to face adversity. Oh, 100%. That's inevitable. That's only, that's only <laughs> life certain right there. Yeah. You're going to face adversity, but it's like, when you face an adversity, you got your foundation to fall back on. But like some exactly. people's foundation not strong, that's why they fall and crumble. But when I fall, should I got a little cushion? I'm falling on the mattress, so yep. it's like, should I'm falling on that mattress? Hopefully, my girl on that bad boy. Sweet, exactly. Man, I don't care. You feel exactly. me? But like, yeah, man, you gotta, you gotta have something to build yourself on, so that when you facing certain times, it don't seem like, hey, I'm, I don't seem too great right now. And she like, no, nah, you gonna be great. Exactly. It's a lot of people. That's why they say keep your circle small because everybody not gonna be able to tell you that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like when you say you gotta have people ride for you no matter what, 
your girl. And even if you if you don't got a girl, you got to find into somebody else. Like, shit, it might be your best friend. It might be yeah, your mom. It might, it be, might be your... It, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, it, mm-hmm. could be, it could be somebody else. But I definitely fortunate enough to have my... And, and the reason why I say fortunate enough that my girl was that person for me is because we can grow old together. Like you said, you can grow together. Like, exactly. shit, when I'm 70, nigga, she going to be 69. So mm-hmm. when I'm... 99, she gonna be 98. Like, we can do this shit together. We can exactly. really grow for 100 years type of shit versus anybody else in this life. They gonna go before I go. I'm gonna go before they go, whatever else. I aspire to be with her till I'm 100. And that's how I knew, damn, this is the person I'm rocking with. Exactly. Because I was thinking about till I'm 100. <laughs> you know, and that's the person that you wanna see, not necessarily at the end of the finish line with you, but just somebody right by your side. All the time. All the time. All the time. Like, not, not on some... I'm here for you there. Yeah. I'm here for you there. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We talking about oh, every time. single yeah, time yeah. right there next to you, ready, ready to go through it with you and um just being that that person that you could fall back on. And not in a not like in a dependency way, but just like somebody that you know is always gonna be there when you slip up and when you're on the come up. I feel like it's okay to be dependent on somebody. That's another thing. I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people, uh, I feel like pride in the way a lot of men, a lot of people. Yes. Um, I feel like it's okay to be dependent on somebody. It just depends on what the dependency is. Mm-hmm. Like, your dependency to live, your livelihood shouldn't be dependent on another person. You should pay your own bills. You should work for what you got. That that I believe in. But at the same time, I tell my girl I need her. Like, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I have nothing in me that feels bad about telling her, hey, I need you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell her I, I feel, know. I feel you so feel proud me? saying that. I, I feel really good to say, <laughs> yeah. hey, I need you. And it's the truth because I'm going to live, nigga. I'm still going to breathe, eat, and sleep without her. Mm-hmm. But I'm motivated to do things that I normally wouldn't be doing without that. Without without that in my life, I wouldn't have the same structure. I wouldn't have the exactly. same drive and energy to to really push myself. I'm pushing myself. I'm not doing nothing because she's saying, Tori, go do this and go do that. But it's like the feeling, the aura that you get, that energy, that vibe. It's like, yep. damn, I want to do this because of that. Nigga, I come home from work, I be sweeping the floor and shit. I be cleaning dishes and stuff. What, what am I doing? Because when yeah. she come home, I want her to be like, oh my God, it's just so cleaning. You know, like, yes. when you start doing stuff like that, you like, oh man, that's, that's making you a better person. Yep. That's making you a better person. When people make you better people, you keep them around. That's just really what it is. That's really, that's like, Pivotable to life. You can't. You can't. You can't. A lot of people be like, I don't need them. I don't need them. I don't need them. Mm, I don't Absolutely. need them. No, fuck and that. That's not the way to live. You nah, need, I need you. you. I need you. I need, need you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I need. I. I tell you all the time. That's why networking is life because everybody need everybody and everybody connect with everybody. It's about what you're doing and how can you service the next person. Yep. And how you, how could you help somebody else elevate their game? At the same 100%. time, helping each other out to where they they hit a point where they're positive about their individual goals and just something like that is just it, it makes me so like like my heart right now like is, spooks, is like, so hey, like you want like, to go do some shit like how can I fucking be productive? It's, yeah, it don't matter what time it is. Like let's go do something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just like that. That energy is just different. That's how it is. When you got those people that are doing, willing to do that. I just, I suggest everybody to tap into your inner self, find that energy, and Mm -hmm. when you do, put as much of it out as you can, because I promise you it's going to be reciprocated. Like, I promise. Absolutely. And even when the goings get tough, you know, you you could overcome that, and it's going to make you stronger at the end of the day. And that's what, and that's what I feel like uh, having a girl in your life helps you to recognize. Is like, you know, like you go through some shit, but like, I know you and I know you can get through this. Off bill. That's like, like <laughs> shit, I wish, I wish she was here with me now. She about to be on my head because the nigga dead back the dark. She like, nigga, it's, it's nighttime and, and you ain't here, so what, what's up? So, you know how that shit go. But yeah, man, I feel like, uh, I, I feel, I feel extra grateful to, you know what I'm saying, be blessed with your presence, be blessed on the podcast, man. you know what I'm saying, big Absolutely. Anytime, thanks for having man. me on here, you feel me? Anytime, man, we could do this anytime, bro. I might be back with another business, I might be back with this business <laughs> on a, on, a, on another level times 10. You know what time it is. I'm a mogul, and we gonna, we gonna, we gonna make something happen for sure, so. Absolutely. Stay tuned, everybody, uh, go drop them emails, uh, 
FHFWclothingcompany.com. Yep. FHFW.com. Forever humble, forever wealthy. All that we want to do is make the next generation stronger. Um, we just want to motivate people to do what they want to do and become their best selves. And that's why Tori and I got on this podcast and want to talk about everything and kind of just get you into the lens of the mindset and just how you can make something happen out of something that you may think is so small, but it could be bigger than what you ever imagined. And that's what I wanted to do. And I appreciate you coming on here and coming in here and checking me out and having the first episode of the YouTube, which I'm so grateful for because I've been wanting to do this shit for a minute. Man, bro. <laughs> you know saying, man everything happened to us, but man, when 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 everything feel right, go with your gut, man. That's that's, that's absolutely Jesus. That's Jesus tapping you on the shoulder. You know what I'm absolutely, and I and like on a side note, real quick before we close, I read this book um, that I'm really passionate about. It's called Instinct by mm-hmm. T.D. Jakes, and he talks exactly about that. Like when you know in your gut that it's the right thing to do, like that's what you got to do. That's God talking to you. And no matter what happens throughout that whole entire process when you're doing what you're doing, 100%. that's what's meant to happen for you in that entire moment. And it, it helps you to become present and just realize, like, whatever decision that you're making is the right one in that's, that that's particular moment. So doing. He'll give you signs along the way. It's going to be uh, Job was tested heavily. Oh, man. Job, uh, in the Bible, if you're familiar with Job... I've, I've read a lot of books in the Bible, even if you didn't believe in the Bible. I think this is a good read. You should read it. Just learn stories. I mean, but in Job, Absolutely. he had everything in life. He had his wife. He had a fortune. He had all this. But then he lost it all. And, and amongst that, amongst the having everything, I'm sure he thought that's what he was supposed to be doing. When he lost everything, everything was tested. His faith, everything was tested. Mm-hmm. And just because he, got, he remained knowing who he was at heart, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because it don't matter what you got. It's not on you. It got to be in you. And when you mm-hmm. remain you and you remain humble, if you forever humble, you destined to be forever wealthy. Absolutely. That's why I branded that. Because it's, 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 it's really a way of life. It's not just a brand. So I feel like I live by that. That's the energy it's I put a out in this world. It's a mantra. It's something that can be applied to everybody's daily to life. Everybody and everything. It don't matter who it is. You could be a... 30 years in in the automotive industry, blue collar. Be you're like forever humble. Forever be like humble. this guy. Be <laughs> like this guy and you're going to be straight. I promise. I promise. Here, I appreciate you coming on, bro. Oh, anytime, my guy. Anytime, my guy. Anytime. I'll be back. Love, bro. I'll be back. Absolutely.